Hello, and welcome to another installment of Upstage New York, the audio fiction podcast from the Creative License Theater Collective. This time, we take you on a journey of summer, sun, surf, and slaying with Killer Summer. This lovable homage to the slasher movie resurgence of the early 90s was written by Creative License's own Casey Polamain, based on a short story she wrote when she was 12 years old. So I so I wrote I wrote Killer Summer when I was 12 and I was like just really obsessed with Scream and I know what you did last summer and all of those um, those kind of teen horror movies. So this was my this was my ode to those movies. After the story, stay tuned for a roundtable discussion with Casey and our terrific cast as we talk about horror films and why we have such an affection for them. As usual, this program contains some language and violence, so if you don't care for that kind of thing, turn back now. For the rest of us, turn down the lights and enjoy Killer Summer. Again, how we're supposed to make it all summer living in the same cottage as these two? <laughs> Stop being such a grouch! It's gonna be fun! Spending the whole summer as lifeguards at a beautiful beach, soaking up the sun, meeting new people. Here, Jen, uh, let me help you with your bags. Um, thanks, Chris, but I've got them. They're not very heavy. Listening to Chris fall over himself to please Jen, he doesn't quit, does he? You know Chris, forever pining after Jen. How long has he been in love with her? Since the first day of junior high. <laughs> I feel bad for him. He's such a good guy, but you know he doesn't stand a chance with her as long as Gavin's around. Ah, yes. No girl is immune to Gavin's charming ways and bulging biceps. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not in love with Gavin, too? <laughs> no way, kid. I've only got eyes for you. Hmm. Why does Jen bother with him anyway? She knows he's not into having a girlfriend right now, doesn't she? Of course she does. But he's like so cute and like a great kisser and I just like can't resist him. <laughs> Are you 
Chris making fun of us back there? Of, of course, course not. not. <laughs> hey, hey, knock it off back there. I will turn this car around and go home. <laughs> How much longer until we get there? About three hours. Can't come soon enough. I know, dude. It's going to be a killer summer. Oh, I'm so glad to be out of that car. But this beach is gorgeous. <laughs> Leah, can you pass me my tote? My hair is totally windbound, and I have to fix it before I let another soul see me. Honestly, Jen, give it a rest. You brushed your hair practically every five minutes on the way down here. Why don't you lay off her, Sean? Please, Chris, what are you going to do about it? All right, guys, cut it out. Sean, come with me to find our boss, Mr. Clark, so we can get our cottage key and get settled. Sean, you've got to calm down. I don't know why you let Jen get under your skin like that. I know. I'm sorry. I, I know she's your best friend, and she's not a bad person. She just she makes me so mad. She can be so shallow sometimes. I know, but she's a really good person underneath that, and I want you to see that. Is it so wrong to want my boyfriend to get along with my best friend? No, it's not. Your friends are my friends, kid. Thank you. I think this is the place. Well, well, well. What have we here? Hi, are you Mr. Clark? Uh, that's my name on the door, isn't it, Sweet Cheeks? Uh, yeah. Well, hi, I'm Leah Montgomery, one of your new lifeguards. I'm here to pick up the key to our cottage. Oh, right. Just a minute. Well, he's friendly. <laughs> oh, check out the display case. Dude's got a thing for old weird knives. Yikes. Remind me never to make him mad. <clears throat> Admiring my collection? Uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's like John Wayne Gacy's estate sale. John? <clears throat> Alright, look. Here's the deal. Morning shift is 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Afternoon shift is 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Don't be late to work. Don't be drunk at work. Don't leave your shit on the beach at the end of your shift. Here are your cottage keys. No loud music after 10 p.m. Do not bring drugs or alcohol into the cottage. Lock up your cottage when you go to sleep at night. Any questions? Uh, yeah, several actually. No, uh, we're all set for now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Kruger. Uh, Mr. Clark. Sean, you're awful. Oh, come on. I was just trying to have a little fun with the guy. Clearly, he needs to lighten up a bit. I know, but he's our boss. We have to make a good first impression. Okay, but if he comes back in a clown suit, we're out of here. Hey, guys. I've got the keys. We're in Cottage 10. Let's check it out. Lee and I call the biggest room. You're dreaming, babe. We outnumber you three to two. We get the biggest room. Looks like this one's ours. It's got two beds. The one across the hall has three. 
I'm gonna go unpack and lay down for a while. The car ride gave me a headache. I'm with you there. Let's just chill for a while. Maybe venture out in a few hours for some dinner. I'm hitting the beach, dude. Let me know when it's time for chow. Jen, you want to go get our room set up? Definitely. This place is really crappy. That's because you live in a mansion. Anything without stone columns or heated floors is crappy in your eyes. Well, I can't help it if I have standards. Speaking of standards, do you think Gavin is into me? Like, really into me besides just the sex stuff? I don't know, Jen. Maybe. He's hard to read. Ugh, I know. And I know he said he isn't into having a girlfriend right now, but I don't know. It just, it feels like different when we're together. Like, I'm the only girl in the world, you know? I keep waiting for him to make things official, but, you know, lately I've been thinking... I should just be brave and ask him myself. You should. If you really like him and you think that he really likes you, then ask him. I want you to be happy. You're the best, Leah. Thanks for the encouragement. Now, which bed do you want? I'm glad we're paired up today, Leah. I was afraid I'd have to listen to Gavin hit on girls all morning. Yeah, it's been a nice morning for sure. Besides that little brat who kept crossing the rope. <laughs> I think you scared him enough that he won't be trying that again. At least not on your watch. I may be little, but I am pretty fierce. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> Leah, I wanted to ask you something. I was thinking of asking Jen if she wanted to go out on a date this weekend. What do you think? Could you maybe mention it to her first and put in a good word for me? I just like her so much, and I feel like, you know, entering senior year, if I don't ask her now, I, uh, I may miss my chance. Oh, Chris, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, she doesn't exactly feel the same way for you as you do for her. Leah, we've been friends forever, and you know that I would do anything for you. And you know how much I like her and how much your help would mean to me. I never ask you for anything, and the one time I do, you remind me why. I'm gonna go walk the beach. Chris, wait! I'm sorry, you're right. I'll talk to her for you. I can't guarantee anything. Thank you so much, Leah. I owe you big time. Alright guys, movie starts in 30 minutes, so be ready to leave in 10. Jen, I have to ask you something. Would you ever consider going out with Chris? <sighs> Leah, we've been over this before. I don't like him that way. I know, it's just, he really likes you and he asked me to talk to you about it. He wants to ask you out this weekend. He's a nice guy and I, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but... No way! I I'm way into Gavin too much to even think about another guy, especially Chris. He's just so dull. I get it. To be honest, I don't think you guys would be a good fit anyway. I just brought it up because he asked me to. I think you should go for it with Gavin. <laughs> good old Leah. Always trying to keep everyone happy. You're, you're a great person. I hope you know that. Yeah, sometimes to a fault, it seems. Ready, ladies? Ready. You know, why don't you guys just go ahead without me? I don't feel the greatest. Are you sure? What's wrong? I'm just really tired. 
Too much sun, I guess. Uh, I'm feeling the same way, actually. I'll hang back with Leah. Well, well, maybe we, we should all stay. I mean, catch the movie tomorrow or something? No, you guys go. Don't miss out because of us. We'll be fine here, right? Yeah, really. Go. Have fun. Uh, okay, kid, if you say so. Get some rest. Feel better, guys. We'll be sure to keep it down when we get home. Have fun. My head is killing me. I'm going to bed. All right. I'm going to take a shower, then I'm heading to bed myself. Sounds good. Feel better, Leah? Gavin? You alright? Gavin? Gavin? Why is the front door open? What was that noise? Gavin? There's nothing else that you heard or, or saw, Leah. No, just the thud while I was in the shower. Well, did you notice anyone out of the ordinary today at the beach or, or anyone suspicious, you know, poking around the cottage? Besides you? No. Nobody. Alright, sit tight. I'm gonna get you set up in one of the vacant cottages on the property so the police can so you don't have to, to see the Yeah. Uh, just sit tight. I can't believe that Gavin is dead. I'm so sorry I wasn't there with you, Leah, and and that you had to be the one to, to find him. Did the police say anything about a weapon or, or any evidence or anything? No. Just that the weapon that was used, the same weapon was used to slash the tires on his Jeep. We're officially carless. There's got to be a, a garage around here that, that sells tires or, or something. Apparently the local mechanic is out of town for his son's wedding. So new tires are out of the question until next Monday. This is unbelievable. So we're... stuck here? Apparently. And with the huge storm rolling through the area tomorrow, our chances of getting out of here don't seem to be improving. And it was, it was my idea to walk to the movie theater. If I had just kept my mouth shut, we would be in the Jeep on the way home by now. It's not your fault, Sean. Nobody could have known what was going to happen. 
Where's Jen? She's in her room. I tried to talk to her, but she just wanted to be alone. I'm going to go check on her. Leah, maybe you shouldn't. It's fine. Sean, I'll be all right. Jen? I can't believe this is happening. Who who would do something like this? Like, who would kill Gavin? Just, Just slit his throat like that. I don't know. I wish I did. Where is everyone else? We're here. Uh, Mr. Clark says to pack up our stuff and head down to Cottage 13. I just want to go home. Me too, Jen. Me too. Leah, you should really go to bed. Try to get some sleep. I know. I'm just... I'm gonna stay up for a little longer. Watch some TV. Where's Jen and Chris? Uh, Chris went for a walk. I think Jen is in her room. I I didn't want to disturb her. I'll go to bed soon, I promise. Alright. Sleep tight, kid. <sighs> Hello? Is someone there? Is someone out there? Oh my god, why is the door open? Jen, is that you? What are you doing in the bushes? I can see your hair. This isn't funny, you know. Jen? Jen, oh my god. Oh my god. Jen? What? 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 What is it? Oh my God! What the hell happened, Leah? What happened? I don't know. I woke up and the front door was open, so I came outside and I found her. I thought she was playing a joke on me, but then I saw the blood in her stomach. What's going on out here, Chris? No, don't come out here. Why? What happened, Jen? Jen! Oh my God, Jen! No! 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 Jen! Wake up! Come on, wake up! Jen, please wake up, please! Hey, Chris. How are you holding up? I have some good news. The police said that the owner of that garage sent his shop key priority mail to the police station, so we should be able to get the tires replaced and be on the road by tomorrow morning. They can't seem to get a hold of Mr. Clark, though, so in the meantime, they've closed the beach and instructed us to just stay here and wait out the storm. Why did this have to happen? 
I don't know, Chris. It just... It isn't fair. Listen, I was going to go for a walk. Do you want to come? It's raining out. I know, but... Come on, just take a walk with me. I need to get out, and I, I thought you would, too. Where's Sean? He's sleeping. He fell asleep on the couch about an hour ago. I didn't want to wake him. Come on, Chris. You'll feel better. Yeah. Maybe you're right. All right, let's go. This was a, a good idea. Taking a walk. Thanks for dragging me out, Leah. The beach is really nice at night. You're welcome, Chris. Although the low tide and this rain is making it a bit tricky to navigate. I keep stumbling over these huge rocks. <laughs> what did I tell you? Here, here, let me help you. Uh, take my hand. Chris, what are you doing with a knife? Shit. You weren't supposed to see that yet. I had this whole big reveal plan for further down the beach. I, I was going to start crying over Jen. You would, as you always do, try to comfort me. Then I was going to let you have it. Chris, let go of my wrist. You're hurting me. Let's sit down. Have a little chat. Chris, please, you don't have to do this. I said sit down. No! Ah! I didn't want to have to do it this way, but you're not making it easy on yourself. Now sit down. Did... Did you kill... What? Did I kill Gavin and Jen? <laughs> yes, I did! But why? Oh, she wants to know why! All right, Leah, where should I start? Oh, I know! I have loved Jen for years. You know that? Everyone knows that. And most of the guys in our year were considerate enough to respect that. Except for Gavin. Bold, loud-mouthed Gavin. Always going on and on to me about how much Jen was into him and all of the things they did together. All of the things he did to her. Can you believe it? So when this trip came up, I realized that this would be my opportunity to... get rid of the competition. And when he decided to skip the movie and stay behind, well, that was my moment. It was pretty easy, actually. He wasn't as tough as he looked. Chris, please! But my story's not over yet, Leah! With Gavin out of the way, I thought... I finally had a chance. That I would make my move. And when you never checked in with me about your conversation with Jen, I figured I would just go for it myself. So, I tried to console her while she was grieving for Gavin. And do you know what happened? She rejected me. She laughed in my face. She said that she and I would never be a couple, that nobody saw us as a couple. Not even Leah. Is that true, Leah? Did you tell Jen that you thought she and I didn't fit together? I didn't mean it. I, I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> it's too late for that. I thought you of all people would understand how much I loved her, but no. So here we are out on this beautiful night, and you're about to be reunited with your friends. Oh, and I'll be sure to thank Sean personally for the tip about Mr. Clark's knife collection in his office. 
I was racking my brain all week about how this would all come together, and this beautiful knife is better than anything I could have hoped to find in the cottage. It's a shame Mr. Clark had to die. He never did anything to me, but it's a small price to pay. So long, Leah. Ah! Sean! Leah, stay where you are! Noble, valiant Sean. Oh, swooping in to save the day. Sorry to burst your bubble, my friend, but that's not how the story ends. If you won't let me be happy, Leah, you don't get to be either. Just leave him alone! That's how this story ends, asshole. Where are they taking him? The detective said Chris would be transported to a mental hospital close to home. He'll get the help he needs behind very strong bars. I'm so glad this is all over. I thought I was going to lose you. Paramedics say I'm gonna make it. Looks like you're stuck with me. <laughs> Why swing with that rock? I warned him. I'm little, but fierce. Yeah. You rock, kid. <laughs> Let's go home. Well, <clears throat> it's over. Well, everybody this? died. Almost. <laughs> well, almost, almost everybody. everybody. Oh, I. So I wrote. I wrote Killer Summer when I was twelve, and I was like just really obsessed with Scream, and I know what you did last summer, and all of those um, those kind of teen horror movies. So this was my this was my ode to those movies, and the original version was was a hot mess. There were characters that didn't do anything. I just needed them there for dramatic effect. I changed everybody's name halfway through, so it, it was it's been, it was really That's funny. Much what you did in middle school anyway. Right? I know. So like everyone halfway through, through the year, you give everybody a nickname. This is something right? that you wrote. Yes. You full of name when you were. It was 12, 12 years, years old. old. Yep, and I just saved the script. Like, I don't have the file anymore. Sure, it's sure. just, you know, computer like paper. Yeah, because yeah. I've always just loved these movies so much. So I thought when we were trying to figure out what to do for our next episode, it would be super fun to revisit it and put it so in podcast So when you form. found it, like, like, I'm trying to think, like, what, like, goes through a 12-year-old's, like, <laughs> like how a 12-year-old perceives a horror movie versus, like, how you perceive it when you're old. You know what yeah. I mean? When you're an adult, th- you know what yep. all of the things mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the sex, yeah. the adult stuff is a little bit more. Yeah. So, like, what was it like, kind of, like, going back and reading it? I think, well, 12-year-old Casey was also very, very into romantic stories and movies sure. and things. So, I think you know Sean is like the perfect boyfriend you yeah, know who's yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of who's kind of funny but always so supportive and loving and you know can kind of take care of things and take care of the main girl so that I think that was something that 12 year old Casey like really really loved so Sean I think just kind of exists a lot in this too to just be lovable and sweet <laughs> and... so we have a script 
by 12-year-old Casey Polerman, mm-hmm. uh, who could not be here today. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have, we do have 32-year-old <laughs> Casey. <laughs> um, uh, and it is called, tell us what it's called. It is called Killer Summer. I don't know how that has not been the name of a horror movie. Isn't that good? Like, That's pretty good for a 12-year-old. <laughs> That's good yeah. for anyone. We're going to have a killer summer, right? you know? And it's a line? Like, <laughs> that was good. 12-year-old Casey, you are... My daddy shed it. Uh, so, so performing in this this lovely piece is uh, Casey Polamain. Hello. Hello, Casey. <laughs> you'll be playing Jen. Yes, Jen. No. No. no you'll be playing Leah. Leah. Look at that. Leah's oh, the, right. and Leah's <laughs> the, you know, the heroine, the main, all of those movies have the, the final girl, you right. know, the one that makes it and, you know, to the end and kind of the big reveal is around her. Spoiler so. alert. I know. I didn't see. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe she'll die. She dies. She totally dies. <laughs> she dies. 12, Twelve year old Casey, heartless. <laughs> they all die. In the they end. all die. In the end. It's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, and Isaac Newberry is here, being our sound and recording engineer, as yeah. well as uh, being Sean. The perfect boyfriend. I mean, I really am. Yeah, I mean, talk about typecasting. (laughs) 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 And speaking of typecasting... (laughs) 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 We have Ian Lachance playing... Chris. And who's Chris? Uh, Chris is the nerdy, uh, nerdy guy who's pining after a girl he'll never get. Mm. And pretty much, pretty much Chris's, Chris's function. <laughs> and who's that girl? Uh, that girl is Jen. Played by? <laughs> I'm playing Jen. I'm Brie. And uh, she's the typical beauty queen slash party girl. Beautiful, shallow, and has a thing for our next person, Gavin, who is played by? Oh my God, it's me. It's it you. Is you. Oh my goodness. Hi, guys. Do you... It's- are you excited? Are you excited, Aaron, to play the the overly confident, handsome, and he knows it jock? Um, I mean, playing it seems like an overstatement. Uh. I mean, I'm just going to be here. Uh. You're just going to live your life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've all pretty much been typecast, but clearly yeah. I have been the most typecast. You're so popular. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were your, I'm curious what your favorite movie like what's your because we're all big horror movie fans at this table yeah so if you had to if you had to pick like your favorite horror movie or your favorite horror movie from this era Mm. i'm curious the scariest movie ever or just your or, favorite. Or just like the, the worst horror movie. Just the one okay. that you'll put on if you're home and you just want to have... I got one I definitely would never watch again was The Exorcist. That oh, was yeah. the scariest, terrifying. Yeah. Ter- most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I do love I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's a really good, like, let's just put this on mm-hmm. and... Yep. And laugh at how horrible the '90s acting is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's I think I gotta say, Scream is my favorite. Me too. That's a great I one was too. when I was a kid. I was petrified of horror movies. I like I couldn't watch them. Uh, I would have nightmares. And then for some reason, Scream came out, and I thought it would be a good idea to like see it. So I think I was 15 and I couldn't get into a rated R movie, but it was at Northway Mall like a year oh, later. Oh yeah. So they were like two dollar movies, and oh, I nice. I went with my brother who would have been 18 at the time, I guess, and uh, and we got in. 
And like from then on, I just like loved horror movies. <laughs> so Scream was really like my introduction into horror yeah. movies. Like mm-hmm. I'd never seen Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street. I've only gone back as, as like an adult or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. almost an adult and watch those later. And I feel like Scream was the first one that kind of, I could be wrong, but but set that um, structure where it's a group of people that you all meet and a killer that you don't know. Like it's a masked killer or a killer, you know, like, you know who Michael Myers is, you know who Freddy is. Like Jason and Freddy are essentially zombies. Right, right. And you see them at the beginning. Scream was really the first slasher movie yeah. that introduced yeah. the whodunit element. Exactly. Right, right? Yeah. As, as far yeah. as I yeah. right. would, you would recall. Because you Michael Myers. Or right, right, right. There was no mystery. I mean, I suppose you could say there was mystery as to who Jason was behind the mask. Right. But actually, the, the thing about those movies is that it was just the mask. And yeah. It, really, there's nothing yeah. behind the mask. Whereas, yeah. you know, this one sort of played with that idea of... <clears throat> I remember seeing it and just being like, like, the first, like... Well, the first scene with with Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. is like amazing. Uh, yeah, right. Like, amazing. Like, I don't think you can argue that you know whatever you think about the genre or the films, like yeah, that right. scene is just a solid scene. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I love that she didn't take it seriously at all. The character, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 totally, yeah. It totally Which went very so real. Many... How if somebody got the call, they'd be like, oh, very okay. funny, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. and fun fact. Her name in that movie was Casey. <laughs> Casey actually introduced me to The Craft a few weeks ago, and that was my oh, first so time good. watching yeah. it. The Craft is so not, good. I, That's a fun I one. could not get over how, how what a hot mess Nancy was. Just could not. Yeah. Nancy had to get it together, like big time. Now wait, who played Nancy in that? I don't remember. Who was Rosa Oh, she was a hot mess. But yeah. She had those like laser yep. blue eyes she and crazy. dark mm-hmm. hair. She looked yeah. nuts. I mean, yeah. she rarely. She pretty much only pops up when it's like sort of a crazy person yeah. like she was in yeah. what did American History X oh, oh like crazy okay. yeah Can we talk yeah. about how she's the little girl in Return to Oz talk about that's her movies that, that, that is a terrifying that was movie. Terrifying. Yeah. She's Dorothy in Return to Oz. I had no idea and that was her. I mean, I mean, Dorothy. Really? <laughs> when you see Return to Oz after Wizard of Oz, you're like, wait, what a is this? Yeah. Like, what is this? No yeah. How did it? How did it feel to get? You were dumbzo first. I was very exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was very exciting dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I imagine that's what dying really sounds yeah. like. Oh yeah. 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 I've seen Definitely. A lot of For sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Well, I was a little sad. I didn't make to the, those, those noises. What would be What would be your dying noise if you had to do it? <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right, we need to go back and do yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So we can work in a And I will screen. never be able to do that again. <laughs> that is just I don't think I'll be able out. to hear that pitch again. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm not even yes. sure I heard it then. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that, yeah, there's like a group of dogs outside. <laughs> Everybody kind of just went, what? The? What? So, what? Ian, how did it feel being the, being the killer? Uh, I mean, I always like playing villains. Uh, it's just such a uh, departure from my normal personality, I think. <laughs> no? Not so much? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I'm just saying. <laughs> when she chose you to play the part, I'm just yeah. saying. Just Type, typecast. Watch out, people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I always think it's fun to be the bad guy. Yeah. There's something about it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yep. We all made twelve-year-old Casey 
very very happy. That was our goal. <laughs> yeah, was our good. Goal. Uh, was it was, it was, did, did, was it what you imagined? Okay. I mean, and obviously, you haven't heard it yet. You know, it needs yeah. to go through the post process. So, so when you hear it, it'll it'll be different. But it was it fun. It was like, just sort of hearing it. Out it loud. was. Yeah, it was um, great. When yeah. you wrote it, when you were twelve, um, like. Like was it like friend fiction? Were you like were 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 you like imagining like your twelve year old friend? I think I saw like myself as a as the final girl. Like I was always sure, I always was sure. really I thought those parts were always really cool because yeah. it was like a girl that was kicking butt. She was and, tough, yeah. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. like Nev Campbell and Scream. Like, yeah, I just loved her so much. So maybe that a little bit. Like I put myself in that, but for the most part, I think it was just. I just took all of those characters that you always see. You know, it's interesting for all of the for all of the beatings that horror movies take for being, you know, misogynistic and you know, I mean, I think that that's a important factor even going back to like Halloween. Halloween, You know what I mean? Like, like it's always like the final girl who's always now. Granted, you know, in the older horror movies, there are always you know. connotations to that like mm-hmm. well she also had to be a virgin and right. you know what I mean like there right. were certain moral rules right. uh, mm-hmm. that meant that she could survive yeah. although that's sort of gone by the wayside but mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to hear you say that as 12 year old Casey and, and seeing that movie and seeing the the Nev Campbell character or whatever mm-hmm. you know horror movie seeing the final girl as sort of like someone you can project your yeah. own right. yeah. uh, self on, you know, for a young girl that's, right. you know, mm-hmm. rare. And Scream also was the first one that I remember that called out those stereotypes. For sure. Know, or like, yeah. you know, the, the idea that she had to be a virgin or the idea of running up the stairs when you should be running out the front door. Right, you know, right, so that, right, right, that right. always existed in those yeah. earlier movies, but then Scream was really like, acknowledged that they oh, existed yeah, and then yeah. would play either play into them or break out of them. Right. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's the beauty of Scream, Kevin Williamson. I mean, first the comedy in Scream mm-hmm. right, like right, unprecedented right. from any earlier horror movie and then the fact that he is creating not creating but he is he is writing for the genre and making fun of it the whole yeah. time yeah. I mean it's and really exactly, a lo- it's really it's, a meta love letter right yeah. Yeah. it's you only know? moments after Nev Campbell says you know the killer stalking big breasted girls and she's always running out the front do- front or the upstairs when she should be going out the front door and yeah. then she does it she runs up yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she yeah. does exactly yeah. that and somehow yeah. they managed to do it and it didn't even feel campy at any no because yeah. the chain right. is on <laughs> yeah. and that's totally logical she tries right. to get out the front door yeah. but the chain is on and she can't do it quick enough Right. So she she turns around, she lets him run into the door, and she goes up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie really like that's probably one of my favorite movies ever, and it really influenced creative twelve year old Casey. Awesome, yep. great. Uh, thanks, guys. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Casey. So oh, this sure. is fun. <laughs> yeah. um, we're gonna do more of these. I don't know if they'll have. As high a body count. <laughs> uh, I think we can go high. Yeah. <laughs> shoot, for the, shoot for the moon. More well, corpses. Well, you know us. We love things where people die. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, if people know. aren't killing themselves. It's not a creative license show. Yeah. <laughs> or, or killing other people. That's right. right. Uh, well, thanks, guys. This was a blast. It was And uh, everybody else who's listening, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed hearing it as much as we did uh, recording it and putting it together. And, uh, you know, check out some of the previous podcasts that are online um, or check out what we've got coming up. We've also got some exciting show announcements coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. And 
Kiefer, I'll be back soon. Good. Thanks, right. everyone. Thanks, guys. Everybody say thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.